Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فلا أقسم بما تبصرون وما لا تبصرون إنه لقول رسول كريم وما هو بقول شاعر قليلا ما تؤمنون ولا بقول كاهن قليلا ما تذكرون تنزيل من رب العالمين فrom the beginning of سورة الحاقة الله سبحانه وتعالى he mentions يعني the matters of الغيب the matters of the unseen first of all he told us about الحاقة الحاقة is from the matters of the unseen and then he told us about the nations the umam who disbelieved in الحاقة and this is for us a matter of the unseen it was even a matter of the unseen for the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and then he told us about the events that will happen يوم القيامة when the حاقة comes he told us about the events that will happen and then he told us about يعني the people and how they will be divided into the أشقياء and the su'ada, the happy and the wretched ones. This is from the matters of al-ghayb. We cannot know of these matters except through the revelation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sent down this revelation to the final messenger. And in these ayat, essentially what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, all these matters are of the ghayb. So now I am verifying the authenticity of this qawl, of the Qur'an. Because these are matters of the ghayb, you cannot verify them yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is verifying the authenticity of the Qur'an. This is what these ayat are about. فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْصِرُونَ وَمَا لَا تُبْصِرُونَ For this is a qasam. These two ayat are a qasam. فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْصِرُونَ وَمَا لَا تُبْصِرُونَ This is a qasam from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And don't get confused that this la here is a negating la. It is not a negating la, it is to confirm and to add emphasis and to strengthen the qasam. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making a qasam. And as we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make a qasam by any of his creations. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a qasam by his creations, it shows the greatness and the importance of this creation. For as Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah he said that this qasam is the most comprehensive qasam in the whole Qur'an. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by everything we see and everything we we don't say, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْصِرُونَ What you say, yani the creation that we say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by that. And the creation that we cannot say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by that as well. And even some of the Mufassirun said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is also swearing by himself. Because we cannot say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, for this is why Ibn al-Qayyim, he said, this is the most comprehensive qasam in the Qur'an. فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْصِرُونَ وَمَا لَا تُبْصِرُونَ إنه لقول رسول كريم إنه This hai returns to the Qur'an And we know this from the context of the ayat that are coming up Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says إنه لقول رسول كريم لقول رسول كريم It is the words of an honorable rasul 
of an honorable messenger. And here it is referring to the Prophet But don't get confused that this qawl came from the Prophet It did not originate from the Prophet The Prophet spoke these words after Allah gave it to him. But when he's saying it is the qawl of the Prophet because Allah gave it to him and then the Prophet he passed on this Quran to his ummah. For when he says, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ it is referring to how the Prophet ﷺ is the messenger to humankind. He is the messenger and he carried this Qur'an and he gave it to the Thaqalain essentially, the ins and the jinn. For he is the messenger of Thaqalain, the ins and the jinn. For this is the Jawab al-Qasam. We said that every Qasam has to have a Jawab al-Qasam. Even the insan when they make a Qasam, they can't just say Wallahi and then stop. They need Jawab al-Qasam. Wallahi sa'af'al, Wallahi la af'al, Wallahi ra'aytu, Wallahi ma ra'aytu. In Surah At-Takwir, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he also says, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ as well. But that one was referring to Jibreel alayhi salam. إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ ذِي قُوَّةٍ عِنْدَ ذِي الْعَرْشِ مَكِينٍ For sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says that this Qur'an is the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And sometimes he says it is the words of Jibreel. For Jibreel is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically. For Jibreel spoke these words, he took them from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then he spoke them to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For he spoke these words as well. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he associated these words to himself. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Fatih, يُرِيدُونَ أَن يُبَدِّلُوا كَلَامَ اللَّهِ they wish to change the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For here he said it is the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it originated from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke these words originally. They came from him. And then he gave it to Jibreel. And then Jibreel alayhi salam gave it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For I don't think that there is any contradiction between these ayat. That sometimes the Quran is associated to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And sometimes it is associated to Jibreel. And sometimes it is associated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In each case, it is the spoken word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he gave it to Jibreel who spoke it to the Prophet sallallahu who spoke it to his ummah. For here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negates that this Quran, that these words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the words of a sha'ir, the words of a poet. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negates that this Quran is poetry. For the Arab, they accuse the Prophet ﷺ of being a sha'ir. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is negating that the Qur'an is poetry. For it is not befitting that the Prophet know any poetry. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala confirms this in Surah Yasin. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَمَا عَلَّمْنَاهُ الشِّعْرِ We did not teach him shi'r and he does not know shi'r وَمَا يَنْبَغِي لَهُ and it is not befitting that a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know shi'r. It is not befitting. He is receiving revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can he also know shi'r? وَمَا عَلَّمْنَاهُ الشِّعْرَ وَمَا يَنْبَغِي إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا ذِكْرٌ وَقُرْآنٌ مُبِينٌ What the Prophet sallallahu speaks is dhikr, is a reminder and clear Qur'an. Qur'anun mubin. For it is not befitting of the Prophet sallallahu that he knows poetry. And it is not befitting that the Qur'an is poetry. قَلِيلًا مَا تؤمنون. We said that the Arabs, when they would say qalil, it means nothing at all. It doesn't mean a little bit. It means nothing at all. For they would say, مثلاً, قَلَّمَا تَزُورَنَا It means we're not seeing you at all. You're not visiting us at all. We're not seeing you, essentially. قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ That means you have no iman whatsoever. Because if you had a modicum of iman, you would know that this Qur'an is not shair. And you would not accuse the Prophet ﷺ of being a shair. وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ شَاعِرْ قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ وَلَا بِقَوْلِ كَاهِنْ قَلِيلًا مَّا تَذَكَّرُونَ
And this Quran is not the qawl, is not the saying, is not the utterances, is not the speech of a kahin. A kahin is a soothsayer. They seek assistance in the shayateen to predict the future. And sometimes it comes true and the people are deceived by them. And anyone who visits a kahin and they believe in what they say, they have disbelieved in what was sent down to the Prophet And subhanAllah, the one who visits a kahin, they have compromised their tawheed because only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows ilmul ghayb. And it's as if you are saying that someone else knows the knowledge of the unseen besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ You do not remember and you do not pay heed. And if you had paid heed, you wouldn't say that the Prophet sallallahu is a sha'ir and a kahin and that the Qur'an is sha'ir and the words of a kahin. But because you do not remember and you do not believe, this is why you are saying that the Qur'an is sha'ir and it is the words of a kahin. And that the Prophet ﷺ is a sha'ir, he's a poet and he is a kahin, he's a soothsayer. وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ فَقَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ وَقَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ تَنْزِيلٌ مِّنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ For after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negated that it is sha'ir and that it is the sayings of a kahin, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala establishes what it really is. Because to negate something is يعني, is not establishing anything. For you can negate all you want, but you're not establishing anything. تَنزِيلٌ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ تَنزِيلٌ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That this Qur'an is تَنزِيل is a revelation which was sent down by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. تَنزِيلٌ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It came from رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ The Lord of the Alameen. For this Qur'an came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the Alameen. And the Alameen is every creation besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But here the alamin that we are referring to is just the ins and the jinn because they are the mukallafun. They are the ones who are responsible for upholding the Qur'an. For the Qur'an came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who spoke it to Jibreel alayhi salam, who spoke it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who spoke it to his ummah salawatullahi wa salamahu alayhi. Inshallah, I'll just quickly read what al-Shaykh al-Imam al-Sa'di said in his tafsir. نَزَّهَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَهُ عَمَّا رَمَاهُ بِهِ أَعْدَاؤُهُ مِنْ أَنَّهُ شَاعِرٌ أَوْ سَاحِرٌ وَأَنَّ الَّذِي حَمَلَهُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكَ عَدَمْ إِيمَانِهِمْ وَتَذَكُّرِهِمْ فَلَوْ آمَنُوا وَتَذَكَّرُوا لَعَلِمُوا مَا يَنْفَعُهُمْ وَيَضُرُّهُمْ وَمِنْ ذَلِكَ أَنْ يَنْظُرُوا فِي حَالِ مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَيَرْمُقُوا أَوْصَافَهُ وَأَخْلَاقَهُ لَرَأَوْا أَمْرًا مِثْلَ الشَّمْسِ يَدُلُّهُمْ عَلَى أَنَّهُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ حَقًّا وَأَنَّ مَا جَاءَ بِهِ تَنْزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لَا يَلِيقُ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَوْلُ الْبَشَرِ بَلْ هُوَ كَلَامٌ دَالٌ عَلَى عَظَمَةِ مَنْ تَكَلَّمَ بِهِ وَجَلَالَةِ أَوْصَافِهِ وَكَمَالِ تَرْبِيَتِهِ لِعِبَادِهِ وَعُلُوِّهِ فَوْقَ عِبَادِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be above what his enemies accused him of when they said that he was a poet or a soothsayer. What made them say that was their lack of iman and their failure to pay heed. Yani their tadhakkur. If they had believed and paid heed, they would have known what would benefit them and what would harm them. If they had looked at the situation of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and reflected upon his attributes and attitude, they would have seen something that was as clear as day that would have led them to the conclusion that he was indeed the messenger of Allah and that what he brought was revelation from the Lord of the worlds and it was not appropriate to attribute it to any human being for it is words that are indicative of the greatness of the one who uttered them and the majestic nature of his attributes, his perfect care for his slaves and his sublime superiority over his slaves. Moreover, this thinking on their part was not befitting to Allah and his wisdom. For the Shaykh essentially is saying that they just needed to look at the Prophet ﷺ and reflect upon the Qur'an. 
listened to the Quran, they were the Arab, they understood the Arabic language, they could not be excused for being ajam, for not understanding the Arabic language. The Quran came down in their language, and were they just to contemplate it, they would know that this is not the kalam of a sha'ir or a kahin. It is from Rabbil Alameen. The fawaid and the ahkam, the points of benefit and rulings. One, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can swear by any of his creation, even himself, whereas the creation can only swear by their creator. Two, the greatness of Allah's creation, because when Allah swears by anything, it indicates its greatness. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation is great, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore by all of his creation, the things that we see and the things that we do not see. Three, that the Qur'an is not the original words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it didn't come from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But rather the original words of Allah who sent it down to his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Four, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as being kareem, noble. إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ kareem. This necessitates that he is far removed from being a liar or a madman or a poet or a soothsayer. For you cannot be kareem and be a, a poet, and you cannot be kareem and be a soothsayer, and you cannot be kareem and be a liar. Five, that poetry and soothsaying can never be associated to a messenger of Allah, in particular the Prophet You cannot say that one of the messengers of Allah is a very good poet. It is not befitting of his nubuwa, particularly that of the Prophet Six, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most high. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-ali. How do we know this from the ayat? Tanzilun min Rabbil Alameen. Tanzil. That means it came down from a place of height. It came down from a place of height. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high. Seven. And the final one. That the revelation of the Quran is from the necessities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rububiyyah. Tanzilun min Rabbil Alameen. It is not befitting of the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He creates mankind and leads them to wander aimlessly without guidance. And then he punishes them for that in the hereafter. It is not befitting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down this Quran as a guidance and it is part of his rububiyyah. As part of looking after his creation. For he created the creation and he gave them a purpose and he gave them the means to fulfill that purpose. And the way they fulfill that purpose is by the revelation that was sent down to them. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atu alaik wa jazakumullah khair.